everybody, and welcome to another uh, what? Installment of the hot seat. Why are you laughing at me? Because this is probably like take 50 of waking up. Probably. Okay. Yeah, so today we're going to talk, we've been talking uh, just a little bit about it, you know, only 10, 10, 9 episodes so far about marriage counseling. So we've been doing a lot of talking, a lot of reading from the biblical sense and uh, some more researching in the secular sense. And uh, we came across this article that would brilliant, brilliantly uh, put the two together. And so we have uh, five people in our family and it just so, just so happened that this article speaks about five ways to help you enjoy a lasting marriage. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna go through the five and then kind of reference some of the uh, marriage counseling episodes we've already done because they do speak about some of those things also. So yeah. Let's get to it. All right. Number one, be able to laugh. I have to laugh. That's it really? Are you laughing with me or at me? Does it matter? Does it matter? Because I, mean, I don't think it doesn't specify. It says right here. specify. You must laugh with each other. Otherwise, one may feel as though you're laughing at them, and that hurts their feelings. That's not producing enough kindness and love. I don't, I didn't say that part. It doesn't say that at all. But anyway. The kindness and love is in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I laugh with, sometimes I laugh at, just like you. I mean, you are a very silly person by nature, and I'm a silly person by accident. I accidentally do something that ends up being funny. Yeah, yeah, that's so, very true. Yeah. But we, um, just like the article said, we, I typically do use it to uh, smooth things over. I mean, it might be like a, a uh, serious topic that's at hand, and typically when it gets a little bit too real, I tend to crack a little joke, try to be funny to, you know, help myself get through it. But that causes slight irritation on her end, but uh, she understands who I am and why I do the things I do. So it doesn't birth more of a verbal confrontation. It's just a deep breath. Okay, I'm serious. Oh, you're serious? Oh, oh, you're serious. Oh. Okay, yeah. you're serious. No more smile on my face. So yeah. So you, you wanna laugh and that helps de-escalate some arguments also. So we've we've gotten to a spat once before and it was uh, as you said in her in her words, accidentally funny. So I accidentally, for real, for real, stuck my toe on the bed and we began to laugh. <laughs> and that just so happened to be the end of the argument. And we were able to speak about it with calm and cooler heads. Yes. So that is a great way to go. It also keeps keeps the kindness and love going and proceeding throughout the day without your relationship and through your marriage. All right, what was the next one? Embrace change and adversity together. Mm. So it says, when you get married, you're so fired up about your exciting new life together. That kind of happened twice for us. Once upon moving and then getting married. 
But the reality is that through the stages and seasons of life, every marriage changes and every marriage has its challenges. Every marriage is different. So you got to do what works for you. It's when you join forces to over overcome problems that your marriage gets stronger, whether it's personal, emotional, spiritual, or spiritually. Uh, face it, get through it together. So, like you said, when we have two occurrences, mm -hmm. going on the third, um, so the moving yeah. and that transition, because boy, let me tell you. Y'all saw the videos. <laughs> it was a transition. <laughs> um, and then the marriage, whereas even though we're already living together, you know, that dynamic wasn't the same, I guess. Or at least, at least I should say it wasn't looked upon as the same. Mm -hmm. So now, you know, there is a change with, you know, after being married. And now there are life changes that are happening. After. The like difference after. before, we're living together and we can't do certain stuff. And now we're married and we can do certain stuff. Right, but I said, like, like our living arrangement, because most, well, I shouldn't say most, most of our friends, it was, they were, what was it, together but apart. And then they got married and now they're together. They're living together. Everything is together. Whereas we were together, living together, but we weren't married. And then we became married. And then the outward look, that okay. perception was changed because now okay. we're married. And so, you know, things are just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. um, we just have life changes happening all yeah. the time. I would say the biggest change for me, as we talked about before previous episodes of handling money, marriage and money, and who does what, I pretty much was able to do things, pay things, transfer out, no problem. Now marriage has happened, and it's a regularly, why did this money come out of my account? I got to alert. What is this for? That is not even. It is true. It isn't true because. It's recent. No, I would ask you. It wasn't as often because I was so busy with other stuff. It was. Well, and like now. Every time. Now it's happening, but that shouldn't be a problem. It's not a problem. It is a problem because you just said it's, it's irritating. It's irritating. And you but told it's me not earlier. A problem. You sure? Because now yeah. I kind of feel like I shouldn't be asking you about what. Why is this money being moved over? I yeah. know it's to pay for something, but if every time I ask you, you're going to be irritated. I don't want you irritated at me, so I shouldn't just ask you. You should ask. Me. Okay, so you should not get irritated. I'm just saying right now it's irritating. Why is it irritating? Because you should. You know why. I don't know why. <laughs> that's why I asked the question. <laughs> you know what bills got to be paid. We have a budget that's. But that's together. the thing. Way, you know, way, no, way back when I asked you, put a note on the memo because I I go and I do things for the household, so I'm not thinking, oh, okay, so he's probably gonna take this money. No, yeah. it's okay. I have to go grocery shopping, I have to put gas in the car, I have to go yeah. do these things, and I do them. Mm -hmm. So you know, grocery, gas. That's, yeah, that's but, not a lot to ask for, and you were doing it for a while, and then you stopped. That's probably why you weren't having me asking you because you had a memo and I was like, oh, that's what it's for. Yeah, yeah. Process of elimination. You know what you did. You know what you did. 
kiss my grades. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you wanna that's I think that's a, a big one right there when it comes to the marriage. And I, I like that they put it at number two. Because you wanna have a joyful and happy marriage, but at the same time the backside of the coin is is that there is gonna be challenges, there is gonna be adversity. Mm-hmm. So that just that entails that love isn't easy. So even from a spiritual standpoint, God loves us all the time, but yet he still allows things to happen in our life. And that is that is what we what we term as tough love. So even within our marriage, there are going to be challenges that we have to get through because we're here for one another. Like the, the union of us isn't anything that was done by accident. So there are going to be tough times and they're going to be happy times the objective is to get through them and as you get through them together you're strengthening the trust between mm-hmm. one another that dang even there could have been a thought before that i'm just gonna quit or she could have left me but she still stayed there and helped me get through that situation we got through it together so marriage isn't easy but it is worth it yes I think that was one of the biggest lessons that we got. Well, I can say we got, but I, I can guess you can call it words of affirmation when we watched the Red Table talk oh, yeah. on Facebook. They have brought that up. What men, oh, is it what men really think about love? That was the name of the episode. It was season one. Yes. Yeah, season one. one. So make sure you guys go check it out. It's a great episode. We enjoyed it a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah. Ups and downs. You gotta stay, gotta stay on that roller coaster together. That's right. Focus on what you have in common, the commonality. We just, Did they, didn't we talk about this before? It was one of our marriage counseling we had with Pastor. Right. So it was actually there wasn't the only one. We talked about it there, and then we talked about it with something else that we had read, and it talked about you know. The, Common ground. Mm-hmm. Um, it was money. Okay, and so there's another thing that's another Which is interesting because I've been thinking about that and I'm like, church, non biblical beginnings to families. <laughs> like, I'm like trying to think of what our commonalities are. You're mm-hmm. like ridiculously tall and I'm what I would consider average height female. Yeah, below average. <laughs> Both out slipping and dipping before we had a band on the finger. Right. But it's like, okay. Like, I like music. He's on a whole new level. Just like. When we we first started talking, it was gospel 24-7. Every time I got in her car. Every. Same so let me just say, the majority of the music I had was gospel, but that wasn't the only thing I had. Because I, as people say, I haven't been saved all my life. So I did have some R. That's all I heard. <laughs> I have R&B. I would now, never know. Could have put herself on shuffle and you probably would have heard zero songs now secular. I'm telling you, they were in the there and there just wasn't a whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know. 100%. But we do have quite a, we have a lot of differences, but the differences are actually things that 
help push us to be better and more like the opposite person that we want to like achieve to be. So, you know, being a bit more adventurous and trying new foods, which is not what I do, but it's all of what he does. So it's like, just try it. So then I end up doing it and it just keeps furthering me on to becoming that person that I wanted to be. And, you know, vice versa with learning some medical stuff and how to take care of people. Yay. Nope. <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Nope. But no knock against the Christian music. It was just, you know, it's sometimes you want to hear something else. There's nothing wrong with wanting to hear something else. And so there's more R&B that I listen to. Old school, new school. You know, the good, clean type of R&B that doesn't come out as often. But uh, yeah, so always trying to find the commonality, enjoy those experiences together. Those would make uh, memorable and happy uh, moments that you can always fall back on uh, when you're going through that roller coaster ride. When you mm -hmm. come down, it's like, ah, oh, now you have this memory from when y'all did this back then. Then it takes you back even further to how you guys first met. And the bond, the foundation of everything, being the friendship. So at the end of the day, there's there's a there's a level of like that keeps the connection together. So no matter how irritated you are, how many layers that irritation has cut through the foundation, when you get to the bottom, it's like oh. When you only are working with that one nerve left over. She's there just for <laughs> me. He's there just for me. And who else in the world could handle me? but this person. So, express your appreciation. Mary's Castle comes up again. Mm -hmm. speak, good lessons, good speak lessons. Speak of good things of your partner. Yes. What this one says, I'll read it out for you guys. So many marriages die by thousands uh, of nits and cuts, a little criticism here, a backhanded comment there. If there's one thing most marriages need, it's a greater dose of expressed uh, respect and appreciation. When you express gratitude to each other, you not only make your spouse feel valued, seen, and appreciated. Oh, seen, valued, heard, love hour. Yep. But you also reinvigorate your desire to continue loving and serving him or her. What? Informative information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Criticism. So Huh? My definition. There's no criticism there. It is. No. It is. No. It is. It's, it's quality information. <laughs> We're working on it. What do I call it again? You call it informative information, yeah, which informative is information. criticism by definition. A owner's critique. Manual. It's an oh, manual. what somebody else is doing. It's an instructional manual. Also known as criticism. And <laughs> let you know how to put, pick up the pieces and put things together. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I liked about this one the most is where it says uh, your desire to continue loving and serving him or her. So if you're, if you are expecting or wanting your wife to make smoothies for you 24 7 all the time for the rest of your marriage there are just some things that you have to do to to make her want to be able to do those things like lighten her load on this 
particular house task or just make the one smoothie yourself for the one time. Yes. And that's all you have to do. <coughs> don't have me. to be so stubborn about it. Flo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing when you see people work through things all on their own. It's just... So stupid. Which I did make my own smoothie too. When? We went to work. How do I know you actually made it? What do you, you actually <laughs> trust me? So, what? first of all, you, by your words, that mouth right there, said <laughs> I will not. But I have to trust that you did. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we've been doing this whole time. Building more trust. Trust upon trust upon trust, which equals us. I didn't see not one of those blender bottles used. Yeah. I didn't see the, the Nutribullet the, even being used, had to yeah, be washed. I cleaned it and I dried it and I put it right back in there. Oh, I you just did a whole slew of things. You made your own smoothie, yeah. you cleaned the, the apparatus that you used to make it into. Because I didn't know if you wanted to sit in there or if you leave it in the dishwasher or not. So I just wiped it down and put it back in. Yeah, so all I'm lies. I think the hashtag emphasis on the Clarks would love that one. Mm -hmm. It's all about the pyramid. Make sure that you're ordering things correctly. Yes. I can speak because I learned. Which I was going to say was also part of the marriage counseling lessons. Mm -hmm. A very, 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 very serious one to which we had to take a pause until we got yeah. that point understood. Yeah, which is why there was never a marriage counseling official episode two. It's because my pyramid didn't make any sense to any of the crew, uh, to the way God has designed and purposed marriage, or our pastor. Your pyramid was more like a quadrilateral. It had like it had a little four sides and top. angles. <laughs> it had, no, it just had a little hump it's at the top. interesting. That's all it was. Okay. It wasn't no quadrant, whatever you said. <laughs> it's, what, it's what the girls are learning in school right now. I have to use the, the SAT term so that they get familiar with it. No. Polygons and quadrilaterals. I don't even know what that means. I go laterally four times. I do not remember. <laughs> no, it's an object that has it four sides and four matter. angles. I don't need it. I don't you need do. It because when they ask you about it, you So you that. put the Lord first. Because he is number one. The wife comes second, you have the kids, and after that, everybody else. That is the way in which it should go. That's the way, you know, God has designed for marriage uh, to be. A man leaves his father and his mother's home and, uh, you know, cleaves on to his wife. And they age through together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just creatively said a very important word. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So, so you'll have more to offer your spouse when your relationship with Christ is strong. Uh, let him be the foundation that holds your marriage together and it will not fail. When those, when those lows become too low, where else do you turn to? You look into the stars, into the skies, into that Bible that's there, and, and you 
you dig deep, you read, mm -hmm. and you find what it is that you need to correct yourself so you can present to your spouse the person that they need, the person, how do I say this? Not the person that they need, the person in which they will respect when words come out of your mouth. Doesn't cause, you know, verbal, verbal fighting. Okay. So if I were to come out just being me angry, you're just gonna retaliate. You're gonna defend yourself and defend whatever it is that I said because I'm coming disrespectful. That's and true. then I turn around and say, make me dinner, and then you put bleach in it. So like, all of those things. I would never, she would never put do that. bleach in the food because the just, kids eat I'm it. I'm just using that as an example of the no, I get it. being combative with one another and going tick for tat, eye for an eye. Which all is interesting. Because we do have a history of that. And it's kind history of, of what? What did you call it? Tick, tick for tat? Yeah, eye for an eye? Yeah. Yes, you do. We huh? do, sir. No. Thank you. But um, it's one of those things, you, you learn better so you try to do better, but when like the pressure is on you, you tend to fall back into those old habits. And that's one of our old habits. And so we do that sometimes and then we correct ourselves. When do we do that? It's normally like, it's been a few days of just, what is it, those little cuts and nicks and then eventually we're just like, you're, oh, here we go again, I'm so irritated. Oh, so you wanna talk about me like that? Okay, what are oh. you cooking for dinner then, sir? Cause I'm not, yeah, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I could be saying that for sure. Yes. Ah, here we go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Terrible choice line. of words. Terrible <laughs> choice of words. Just yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. So that's it. That was so that's the five, five little lessons I hope you guys apply to your marriage or even to your relationship to help you get towards the marriage because practice does make perfect. Mm -hmm. And even when you become uh, married, these, these are five things that you should do along with whatever you do that works for you guys consistently because this is a daily thing. You wake up every day. Um, as I've said before, I wake up every day trying to to uh, get her to fall back in love with me each and every day. Really? Yeah, I do. Sometimes I test the limits because that's just human nature. But the overall objective is for us to fall for each other each and every day like it's the first time. Back and foot massages help? I'm just yeah. saying it out there. Uh, I don't touch feet. <laughs> back massages then. I massage the lotion. Do somebody else's hair. I, I do. Wash hair. <laughs> I didn't say anything about wash hair. Hey, these are the little things. These are the steps. No, but there are things. We are um, inadvertently studying how to be compassionate towards one another in our relationship and the things that we do on a daily basis at home. So, you know, once upon a time, I thought I was a very compassionate person realize that um, you're only considered compassionate if the other person believes so. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's <laughs> very know. true. That's very true. Just like when you guys, <laughs> when people, when you guys first come together, you only know this person is really for you if they're treating you and making you feel a certain way. That's the only, only way you guys continue to get closer 
and closer and closer to where you guys are compatible, made for each other, soulmates, consistently showing the understanding and compassion that's needed uh, to continue to birth a relationship founded upon a, a indestructible foundation of trust. So, God. Yeah. Yes, with the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's quite important in that foundation. Yes, he is. Because had it not been for him, we would not be here. That is very true. <laughs> so you can't just sprinkle him all about the house or on top of the foundation. He's got to be in it. Yes. In the mix. Uh, we talked about it plenty of times on marriage counseling, praying for one another, uh, praying like for dinner, praying in the morning, going to church together, reading the Bible together. You know, different things like that. You got to make sure he is active involved in your marriage when you guys are physically together and when you guys are apart also and that's one of the things we talked about thus far throughout the marriage counseling uh, episodes you guys speak highly of one another because you don't want to want to uh, inadvertently give someone the playbook to your heart and cause for there to be temptation uh, for you to break the vows uh, or break the relationship before you can get to the vows so you don't want that to happen either, especially when you know you care for someone. And if you're in a position to where you're going to cry if that person leaves you, make sure you think of that before you make any decision that could harm your relationship or marriage. Yeah, a good thing with that is just when you're angered, when you are angry, don't speak. That is the time in which you should remain silent mm-hmm. until you have... Let the sun set. No. For some people, <laughs> that is a great tool. Let it set, we'll come back and work it out. Because you don't let the sun set on your anger, you let the sun set knowing. Oh, the sun set on the situation is what I mean. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for your. Yeah, I had to beat you to it. Correct interruption. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess that, that's that for that one. Okay, so that, that that's going to be the end of it. Five tips. So those User. are the five tips for you. Um, you know where we are. We want to give a special, special shout out to the village. You guys have uh, surprised us. We have some new things in store that we're going to bring to you guys. And it's quite exciting. And it's really all because of you. And so we want to make sure you guys relish in it, uh, relish in it with us. Because we're a village. We're all in this together. So our Facebook family, The Village All Across, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, we thank you for for listening. We appreciate all the comments. Uh, We appreciate the shares. We just just love the fact that you guys are supporting what it is that we're doing and understand that we're coming from a very positive position, uh, blending families together, which we plan on talking more about that moving forward, but we gotta get through this marriage phase. We gotta get through this marriage phase. We're almost there. Almost, almost there. Almost there. It's amazing for someone who says that they can't sing, that they always seem to break out in song. Hey, if it works, I'm going to plug it in. Plug it in, plug it in. Yeah, you remember? Yeah, Glade. Might as well be glad about it. And so if you have any comments, uh, please drop those comments. Please share. Please like. Continue to do those things. Help us spread the word. 
you have any topics that you want us to speak about, or if you want to come on with us and, you know, we can talk about some things because our objective is to strengthen our relationship, uh, put a spotlight on blended families, mm-hmm. all of those wonderful things, health tips, whatever it may be. So you just go ahead and email us at Living with cute. Wait, no, life with cute. Well, I, I kid you not. I knew you were gonna do that, and I said it in my head, and I still mess it up. It's life with flow at gmail.com. That's life with Q, the letter F L O, at gmail.com. Yes, there you go. All right, until next week, Q Flow is out of here.